If you have your Bibles for a few moments this morning, let me turn your attention to the book of 1 Samuel, and I'm going to read a few verses of Scripture, and we're going to begin in chapter 17, 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm going to begin reading with verse 34 down through verse 37, and then we're going to go over to the book of uh, 1 Samuel, the 23rd chapter, and read a couple of verses there. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 34. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. And David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. First Samuel chapter 23 23, verse number 13. Then David and his men, which were about 600, arose and departed out of Keilah and went whithersoever they could go. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from Keilah and he forbear to go forth. And David abode in the wilderness in strongholds and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hand. I have a very simple subject this morning, but it is one that if I had understood early on in my walk with God, it would have made my living for God so much easier. And I perhaps would have not struggled with many of the things that I struggle with. Perhaps I can help someone here today by sharing with you what I feel like the Lord has taught me over the last few years of my life. I want to speak to you this morning about understanding the battles of life. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Understanding the battles of life. And you may be seated. Thank you for standing in honor of the word of the Lord. Life is likened to a lot of things in Scripture. There is one time that Paul mentions it in reference to a contest. One time he speaks of it as being a race. But I think there is no comparison that seems more fitting 
to life than a battle. For certainly that is what we often find ourselves engaged in, battles. Battles for spiritual survival. And life oftentimes is a war because there are forces that work and that are bent on our destruction. There are struggles that we face every day that come against us because of the purpose that is in our heart. If you had not made up your mind to live for God, many of the battles that you are facing right now would not even be there because the devil doesn't bother those that are his. He bothers those that are trying to get away from him. Amen. As long as my life is divided and dysfunctional, the devil doesn't seem to worry or spend too much time with me. But when I make up my mind that I am going to serve God, there comes a daily onslaught and there are battles that you fight and there are battles that you are engaged in that are for your spiritual survival. The Bible speaks of him as being a thief and his agenda is very clear. It is to steal, to kill, or to destroy. And so it is a war, a struggle, a daily battle that goes on within our soul. But there, even within the realm of battles, there are different kinds of battles. There are different kinds of warfare. And we are fighting for our spiritual lives. And understanding the battles of life can be so critical to helping me live a victorious life. I think many of the times that I have struggled with self-condemnation is because I have failed to understand the type of battle that I was engaged in. And you see, not everything works the same in these battles. What worked for you in one battle will not work for you in another battle. The things that help you get through one situation will not necessarily help you get through another situation because every battle is different and every battle has its unique warfare and its unique strategy. There are some battles in life that are much like those mentioned in our first reading in Samuel. They are mentioned by David as something that had happened in his life. He had encountered a lion and a bear. While he was out watching his father's flock, they came in to steal and to destroy. And he describes for Saul how he dealt with those battles, how he faced those adversaries, the lion and the bear. He slew them with his hands and with his sling. And there was now Goliath standing before them. And David said that God's going to help me do 
to Goliath what I did to the lion and the bear. When I read that, I realized that there are some battles in life that are once and done. You don't ever read of David fighting lions or bears any other time in his life. They came at a particular juncture and he fought them and he won the victory and they were forever gone. They would never come back. Goliath would never resurrect. Although there were brothers that he would fight, Goliath was gone. There are some battles in life that once you have dealt with them, once you have fought them, once you have encountered them, and you have overcome them, you don't have to worry about them. You don't ever have to think about facing those kind of issues again. David never again faced a lion, and he never again faced a bear, and he never again faced Goliath. It was once and done. It was over. And I am thankful for battles like that. I'm thankful for some things in life that when I get through with that, I'm through with it. It's not going to come back up. It's not going to arise tomorrow. I'm over it and I'm past it. And those are things that are great to enjoy. I'm thankful that I can look back over my life and I can see my own lions and my own bears that have been brought down that could have easily destroyed me. But by the help of God, I overcame them. And from that time until now, I have never had to face that kind of adversary again. But there was another adversary that David had to face, and that was the Philistines. And David faced them on more than one occasion. He fought them and he brought victory. He saw a great turnaround. He came into a valley that they had renamed the Valley of the Giants. And it actually was territory that belonged to Israel. But the Philistines had encroached in that area And they had renamed it the Valley of the Giants. And David, when he was anointed king, he went up against the Philistines. And his purpose was to regain that valley that had been taken from them and been named the Valley of the Giants. And so he goes up and he inquires of the Lord. And the Lord said, when you hear the sound going in the mulberry tree, Then you know it's time to go forth to war. And he did, and God gave him a great victory. But that was not the last of the Philistine. If you read Scripture and read on, you will find that those same Philistines went back, licked their wounds, they regrouped, and they came back to fight David on another occasion. And so it is in life. That there are battles that you fight and you seem to gain the vantage and then it comes up again. And you fight it again. But they do not go on forever. They do not last always. At some point in your life, those Philistines are going to come down. And the Bible says there came a point 
where the Philistines troubled David no more. What a day when you can come to a place in your spiritual walk with God that you deal with your Philistine. And however many times it takes, you stand and you battle until the victory is won. And there are battles like that in life. You don't fight them one time. You fight them many times. But there's always an end to that battle. You know that somewhere you're going to overcome them. You're going to overcome that problem. You're going to overcome that addiction. And you're never going back to that place ever again. Amen. But there's a third set of battles that really are the ones that wear on us. And they're the ones that I really want to talk to you the most about this morning. And they are the battles that come every day. Everybody say every day. Every day. Saul was an everyday battle. He couldn't use a sling and a stone against Saul to deal with him. He couldn't even use his own hands and the strength of his own body to deal with Saul. He had to deal with Saul in another way. And the scripture says that every day Saul sought after David. Every day. Every day he woke up. He knew that Saul was looking for him. Every day he woke up, whether it was in the cave of Adullam or it was in Mizpah of Moab or the forest of Horeth or Keilah or the wilderness of Ziph or the wilderness of Moan, wherever his journey took him, he always woke up with the knowledge and the understanding that Saul is somewhere out there Still looking for me. Everyday battles. Every day, the Bible said in Psalms 56, they rest my words. There are some people and there are some troubles in life that every day they're going to twist something. They're going to miscute something. They're going to construe something. They're going to make something out of nothing. There are some battles that are like that. They come to you every day. They come to you every morning. You, you don't win the victory over them by killing them. You win the victory over them by outlasting them. And you outlast them by the attitude and the spirit in which you rise up every day. The psalmist said in 88, All day long they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. In Psalms 56 and 1, he said, Be merciful and gracious to me, O God, for man would trample me or devour me. All the day long the adversary opposes me. Psalms 42 and 10, As with the sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Psalms 13, how long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? And in the book of Judges, we are reminded that Delilah pressed 
on Samson every day. There are daily battles, and those daily battles are the ones that wear us down. They are the souls in our life that no matter how hard we pray and that no matter how faithful we are to God, they do not seem to go away. And so they're there every day. Paul knew what it was like in 2 Corinthians 11. He talked about the daily pressures that were on him. They wear you down. They frustrate you. And there's something about these daily battles that if we're not careful can get the best of us. If I had known this a long time ago, it would have helped alleviate a lot of frustration in my life. Because there are times in my own spiritual journey that I fought certain battles and I wondered what was wrong with me because I never seemed to get the victory over them completely. It seemed like no matter how hard I prayed on Sunday night and no matter how I opened myself to God, the very next morning when I got up, there that ugly thing was again facing me. And I thought, God, what is wrong with me? Am I not praying enough? Am I not sincere enough? Is there something wrong in my heart? Is there something hidden in me that I don't know about that I've been covering? Why can't I win the victory over this? Why can't I overcome this problem? Why can't I put this beside? Why can't I rise above it? And so it comes on a daily basis. They wear on us. There are issues that we face daily. Everybody say daily. The Bible says that the lame was laid at the gate daily. There are some things that are laid at our gate every day. It doesn't matter how much you pray. It doesn't matter how much you fast. That's not going to stop them from being laid at your gate. But at the same time, those issues that are laid at your gate do not have anything to do with your spiritual place with God. Amen. They are not, they are not a, a, a way of measuring whether you're close enough to God. Because if you were close enough to God, you wouldn't be dealing with these problems every day. If you were close enough to God, you wouldn't be battling these issues every day. What I've come to tell you this morning is that there are some crosses that you have to take up every day. Everybody say every day. Brother Hughes, you're depressing me. You mean I've got to face it every day? I mean every day. And I don't care how hard you pray. I don't care how hard you live for God. That is not going to alleviate that pressure or that problem from your life. So what is the answer to daily problems? What is the answer to daily issues? What is the solution to the daily battles that we fight and we pray, God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I overcome this? Why can't I get past this? Why can't I defeat this? Why is it that every morning when I wake up, there's something laying at my gate 
that reminds me of my deficiency and reminds me of my lack or my need. What is it, God, about my life that's not getting these spiritual principles so that I can live in victory? I want to give somebody an answer today for those daily issues that you're battling. And you're wondering, God, am I backslidden? Am, 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 I, am I just cold and so far away and so hard that I can't even feel you? Have, have I done something, God, to offend you so that you're never going to bless me? Will there ever be a relief from this pressure? And God said, I'm going to tell you what to do about daily battles. Get some daily bread for daily battles. Yeah, if you're going to face daily battles, you need daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Why do you think God would insert something like that in the simple prayer that he has given to us to teach us how to pray? Because he wanted you and I to know that there's an answer to daily battles. And that's daily bread. Finding something in this word every day that will remind you of God's faithfulness. It will remind you of God's strength. It will remind you that you are still God's called and God's chosen. And he has not forgotten you in the least. Everybody needs some daily bread. You do, do you realize that most of the great psalms of David that you read and that encourage you, they came from this time frame in his life when he was running from Saul? The majority of the psalms that we gain our strength from comes from that period in his life. And historians say that it was as much as five to six years of him being pursued every day, every morning. There was that pressure on him. But somehow, every day, David found a way to get into the Word of God. Whatever word he had, whatever bit of the law that he had, whatever bit of Scripture that was at his disposal... David got into what he knew about God. And out of that came the richness of the song that bless us even this morning. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all thy benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thy head with, uh, with, with, with a crown so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Where did all of that came from? It came from a fact that David knew that despite the battle, God was still there and God was still near him and God was still with him. Amen. You're not backslidden and you're not lost and you're not crazy. It's just a daily thing. And for a daily battle, you need daily bread. Amen. That's why it's so important that you get into the Word of God every day. Somebody say every day. 
Because that's the answer for daily battles. I cannot tell you how many times in my life that I have opened this word to a passage of Scripture that spoke to me about the specific problem and the specific need that was in my life at that moment. The word does not fail. Everybody say daily. Daily bread for daily battles. That's what you need is daily bread. Everybody say daily bread. I want to get that ingrained in you because that's the only way to win the victory over daily battles. You see, my victory over those daily issues is not the defeat of them. It's the attitude that I choose to live with, that God is with me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. Amen. If God be for me, if God is on my side, doesn't matter who comes against me. For daily battles, I need daily bread. And for daily battles, I need to be reminded that he gives daily benefits. Oh, you got to get this. Psalm chapter 68, verse 19. He said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation. So for everyday battles, he gives me bread. And for everyday battles, he gives me benefits. There are blessings. There are things that God has put in store for me for that day. I can't get them on Monday because God reserved them for Tuesday. That's how ordered God's word is for my life. That God is going to put into every day everything I need to make it through that day. <laughs> oh, God, help me somehow get through to somebody this morning. That if it's a blue Monday, God knew it was going to be blue before you even knew what the word blue meant. And God loaded Monday with so many benefits that whenever those blues came, the word would just blow them away. Hallelujah. Maybe your day's Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday's your bad day. Well, God knows what your Tuesdays are. And God loaded Tuesday. He didn't put it Thursday. He didn't put it Friday. He didn't put it Saturday. He didn't hold everything to Sunday so that when you came to church, you'd get everything you need. God's not that dumb. That's the way we live. We live Sunday to Sunday. God lives day by day. And every day, he loads that day with benefits and blessings so that when I get up to face my battle for the day, there's already benefits that surround me that God has put there, knowing what I'm going to face, knowing what I'm going to deal with, knowing what I'm going to have to overcome. He has given me everything I need every day to overcome every problem that I face. Somebody say daily. daily. Daily benefits. Daily benefits. What I love about the Lord is he is a God of specifics. He doesn't get Tuesday blessing messed up with Thursday blessings. 
You ever heard about being a dollar short and a day late or a day late and a dollar short? That's the way I feel like sometimes. I'm always there, but they just close the gate. But God is never a day late or a dollar short. God is never lacking in any form or fashion. There's no weakness or deficiency in Him. God is so ordered that every day He knows exactly what I'm going to face tomorrow. I don't know, but He knows what I'm going to face tomorrow. He knows that when I get up in the morning, that battle that's going to be there, that's not going to be won necessarily by, by, by killing it, it's not going to be done by using a sling or a stone or grappling it to the ground. I'm going to win my victory by picking up his benefit and bringing that blessing and that bread into my heart and saying, all right, God, if this is what you said going to get me through, this is what I'm taking to get me through. Hallelujah. And so when I rise in my daily walk with God to realize that every day is loaded with everything I need to get through that day, what a difference it makes in the way we live. I get away from praying, oh God, where are you? Oh God, why didn't you hear me? And I start saying, oh God, thank you for what you provided for me today. The Bible said he gives strength for the day. He gives knowledge and wisdom and understanding for the day. You know, there's some things if God were to give you right now, you'd forget them by Friday when the problem showed up. Am I not telling you the truth? Am I the only one that has Alzheimer's? Old timers or whatever they call it. If God were to give me the answer to the problems that I'm going to face Friday today, they'd be lost with all the other problems that I faced between them. And when I got to Friday, I wouldn't remember one thing that God spoke to me on Sunday. So God said, I'm not going to be a God like that. I know what's going to come Friday. And so this is the day the Lord hath made. I love that. Made. It's not an accident. It, it, it's not a freakish something that just mutated and came into being like sometimes we think life is. It is a day God made. The same word that is used in Genesis when it says God created the heaven and the earth. He formed it. He, he positioned everything. I, I, I marveled when we were in Hawaii at the, at the mountains and the beauty. And I'm thinking, God, you did all of this. By your creative genius, you push, you position everything in its right place so that when you look at it all, the beauty of it is overwhelming. And so it is in your life and mine. God made the day. He created the day. And he put in that day everything that I'm going to need to get me through that day. Daily bread and daily benefits. Everybody say it with me, daily. Daily bread, daily benefits. And so here's what you need to learn how to do in these daily battles. There's three things, and I'm closing. 
Three things that you need to do daily that will help you deal with daily issues. Number one, everybody say pray. Every day, pray. The psalmist said, be merciful to me, O Lord, for I cry to you all day or every day. Mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon you. When you learn to pray daily, you will find daily battles are not near as frustrating as they would be otherwise. You know, things always go better with prayer. Things always go better with prayer. Things always go better when I begin my day with prayer, when I call to Him daily. Number two, you need to learn not only to pray, but you need to learn to praise every day. Praise every day. Every day will I bless thee, O Lord. And I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day that I get up, I need to first pray and then I need to praise him. Praise him for his goodness. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him according to his mighty acts. Praise him, sun and moon and stars. Let everything that hath breath praise be the Lord. Praise Him every day. Amen. Find something to praise Him about every day. And the third thing is that every day, no matter what your battle, listen to me, every day, no matter what you're facing, pray, praise, and perform your vows. Whatever... You promised God you were going to do. Get up and do it. No matter how hard it might be, no matter how difficult it may seem, get up. Because daily battles need a daily performance of my duty. Every day, so will I sing praise unto thy name forever that I may daily perform my vows. I don't get up on Monday and wonder if I'm going to live for God Monday. I don't care what it is that I'm facing. I don't care what it is that I'm battling. When I get up on Monday, I get up to pray, praise, and do what I told him I was going to do, and that's serve him. Do you know that daily battles can never overcome you if you will live in that kind of attitude and atmosphere? Do you understand me this morning that those daily battles, those saws in your life that you can't use a sling against and you can't use a sword and you can't use a bazooka and you can't use a nuke on them, you just have to face them. But you face them with a prayer You face them with a praise. (laughs) You face them with a performance of your vow. You face them by just getting up, putting your clothes on, standing up and saying, today I'm going to be a Christian. Amen. I had to put on those clothes this morning. 
Amen. Today, I'm going to be a Christian. No matter what's tempting me right now, no matter how much my flesh is pulling on me to give in and just smack the devil out of them, I'm going to do what I told God I'm going to do. I'm going to keep my integrity. I'm going to live for him. I'm going to be a representative to him. I'm going to serve him with gladness every day. Wake up to that daily battle and lift your hands and start praying. And you're going to find out that your daily battles become daily victories. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. You can stand with me. I'm through. Come on. I can only imagine what it must have been like after a long, weary day for David to finally find a place to rest, a cave, a hiding place somewhere, somewhere under a bush or behind a rock. He would lay down. And the last consoling thought of the day was, I made it. He didn't get me today. (laughs) You know what, folks? There are some victories that are just like that. I've said this before. Do you realize that there's some victories that come to you just for showing up? Just the fact that you're here today. Just the fact that you've been able to lift your hand. That's a victory in itself. And there's sometimes I wish I could run these aisles and shout and jump up and down, but I just don't feel like it. Because of all the stuff I've been through and beat up and feeling. But just being here is a victory. I can lick my wounds and I can say, thank you, God, that you kept me another day. I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. It didn't get the best of me. It tried. Oh, it tried. It knocked on my front door. And when I didn't answer the front door, it went to the back door. But I am thankful that everywhere it went, it found the doors were closed. And when I did open the door, I opened it with praise. I remember hearing was just a young boy, the illustration. When the devil comes to knock on your door, my pastor used to say, When he comes to knock on your door, just let the Lord answer the door. And he said, if you'll let the Lord answer the door, he'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I've got the wrong address, and be gone. You know what? That's what prayer really is. That's letting letting him answer the door every day. That's what praise is. That's letting him answer the door. When the devil comes knocking on the front door or the back door or the window or wherever else he may try to come in, When you come with daily praise and you come with daily prayer and you come with a daily commitment, you know what? I'm going to do my best to live for God today. I may not do it perfect. I may not make every hurdle. I may not not make it all the way, but I'm going to make it at least part of the way. Amen. And at the end of the day, David would come to the close of another day and realize victory. 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 He didn't get me today. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's daily benefits work. God's daily provisions work. 
When you start living in tomorrow and living in next week, you're going to get in trouble. But if you can learn how to live daily for God and just say, you know what, I don't know about tomorrow, I don't know about next week, I don't know about next month, but for this day, I'm going to serve the Lord. For this day, I'm going to worship the Lord. For this day, I'm going to pray. On this day, I'm going to live my vows. I'm going to keep my commitment to Him. Understanding the battles of life. There are some things that you're once and done with. And there are some things that you'll battle a time or two and they're gone. But there are some things in your life that until the Lord calls you home, you're going to have to face them. Don't be discouraged by that. Don't be overwhelmed by that. Just get up every day and pray. Get up every day and praise. Get up every day and perform your vow. And you will find that your daily battles become daily stepping stones that help you get through to where God's taking you. Amen. Have I talked to anybody here this morning that's talk, that had some daily battles? Amen. Quit beating yourself up. Quit, quit making yourself an easy prey for the devil. You know what I figured out? Some of us don't even need a devil. We beat ourselves up enough. I mean, we beat ourselves down to a pulp because of our failures and because of our, 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 our struggles. And, you know, if, if I was really living for God, I wouldn't have to be, I wouldn't be battling this every day. You know what, folks? That's not true. You're going to have daily battles. But God made daily provisions. He made daily bread. So why not live on daily bread and overcome those daily battles? Why not lift your hands and just start praising God? Say, thank you, Lord, I'm still here. I may be bruised. I may be cut. I may be broken. I I may be hurt, but I'm still here. Quit beating your mind up over all the things that you should have done and you could have done. Get out of yesterday. Come on, folks. Get out of yesterday. You can't go back and change one thing that happened yesterday. All you can do is affect something today. And if you would change your attitude right now and you would start saying, you know what, every day I'm going to do three things. I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise. I'm going to keep my vow. Every day I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise. I'm going to keep my vow. On Wednesday, what am I going to do on Wednesday? I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise. I'm going to keep my vow. What am I going to do on Thursday? I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise. I'm going to keep my vow. What am I going to do on Friday? Freaky Friday. I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise. I'm going to keep my vow. What am I going to do on the devil's night? Saturday night. I'm going to pray, I'm going to praise, I'm going to keep my vow. Daily. Daily bread. Daily benefits for daily battles. You know what, if I'd have known this a long time ago, it would have sure helped me because I lived under a lot of condemnation a lot of my life because there were just some things I never could understand why I never could seem to... I couldn't get away from them. They were like, I don't know how, what to describe it. They just, it was like a shadow. You couldn't get away from it. It's like Callie was riding her bicycle the other day, and she said, Poppy, I can't get away from my shadow. 
That's the way some of these problems that we, we just we, we keep running, 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 running. Quit running. Quit frustrating yourself. Just understand that shadow's going to be there. That's just part of the day. But I don't go around all day worrying about my shadow. A shadow cannot hurt you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Why are we afraid of shadows when we ought to be standing in the substance of what we are? We're a child of God. I'm not perfect. I don't even, I don't even make any plea to be perfect. I'm just struggling trying to live for God, but I'm going to do three things every day. I'm going to what? I'm going to pray, praise, live my life for God. I'm going to perform my vow every day. And if you will do that every day, you will overcome your daily life. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.